This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Francis just publicly denied the gospel, and he did it in the way that modernists have hinted at since the Council, that Christ was really just a man, somehow separate from God. That statement is a denial of sacred scripture, of the deposit of the faith, and it leads to many other errors, including the denial of the Great Commission. Christ's declaration that no one comes to the Father except through him is made null and void, if you accept the notion that the divinity of Christ was merely symbolic, which many of the modernists have, and Francis publicly said as much recently. So let's get into this story because this thinking has consequences that are far-reaching. But first, I wanted to thank the patrons and channel members for their continued support of this channel. By contributing a buck a month to the work of this channel, they keep this news and analysis coming, so a big thanks to them. If you want to become a patron of this channel, there are links to Patreon and Subscribestar and other options in the description box below, or you can click the Join button below the screen. You get early access to weekend videos, a PDF copy of my doctoral dissertation that I wrote that I just posted a link to on Patreon, and I absolutely hate that document, but you might find it interesting. And I plan to start my patron-only live streams again, as well as, if I can get them to work, because I had technical issues in the past, public live streams again soon. So I'm going to attempt one for the first time in a couple of years again this weekend, so keep an eye out for that. Anyway, thanks, and on to our story. And that story comes from Hacka Papa Francis himself, who had some incredible words to say at his recent Angelus address. Our story comes from Novus Ordo Watch. The good folks at Novus Ordo Watch do some fine reporting here, and here we go. Headline, Francis says words of Jesus Christ are not the word of God. I guess he was searching for another heresy to embrace and found one. Quote, for his Sunday Angelus address, given March 6th, Pope Francis made a remark that is nothing short of heretical, at least implicitly, for he insinuated that Jesus Christ is not God. It is possible he did so inadvertently, but before we examine that, let us look at the full passage on which the false pope was commenting, which was the gospel reading for the first Sunday of Lent. End quote. Now remember, Novus Ordo Watch is a set of a contest outlet for those who bristle at Francis being called a false pope. Again, I'm quoting them verbatim. And then the author of the piece, though, goes on to provide the gospel readings from that Sunday in the Novus Ordo, which come from Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 3, which is an account of our blessed Lord sojourning in the desert and being tempted by Satan. You know the story. It's rather central to Lent. And then the article gives us Pacapapa Francis's words, quote, And I would like to emphasize something. Jesus does not converse with the devil. He never conversed with the devil. Either he banished him when he healed the possessed, or in this case, when he came to respond, he does so with the word of God, never with his own word. Brothers and sisters, never enter into dialogue with the devil. He is more cunning than we are. Never. Cling to the word of God like Jesus, and at most, answer always with the word of God. And on this path, we will never go wrong. End quote. The heresy here is saying that Christ responded with the word of God, not his own words. Given that it is a matter of dogma, that Christ is God and he speaks for the Father, and that he spoke all through the Old Testament, what Francis is doing here is either really sloppy theology, or he's denying the divinity of Christ in some way. Plus, he's denying that Christ dialogued with the devil, which is kind of the point of that account in sacred scripture. The devil spoke to Christ and tried to tempt him. Christ responded in total rejection of the false promises offered by the devil. That is a dialogue, even if he's quoting the Old Testament throughout all of it. 
and even if it doesn't fit the definition of dialogue the modernists use, which is a mutual sharing and considering of ideas, which Christ absolutely did not do there, no matter how much in conflict those ideas are with the faith. That's what they mean by dialogue. Francis was either being sloppy in his theology or just embracing heresy openly. As the author states, we can't really give him the benefit of the doubt because that ship sailed long ago. Quote, now the question that presents itself is whether Francis simply made a colossal and embarrassing mistake or whether he was deliberately and maliciously trying to sow the seeds of heresy in the minds of his hapless listeners. Given Francis's background as a notorious uber-heretic and apostate, and given that he has no qualms about cracking blasphemous jokes about the Holy Trinity, no one can licitly give him the famous benefit of the doubt. He forfeited that benefit a long time ago. End quote. And that's absolutely correct. For those reasons, and because of the Pac-Man Mama incident that he keeps bringing up, and because of his continued embracing of pretty much every heresy under the sun, his denial of the words of Jesus being the words of God implies that Jesus is just another man. And the modernists in some places have said they believe our Lord to be an enlightened philosopher, and that his divinity was simply a religious feeling he inspired in his followers, and that it wasn't real at all. Modernists have said this, and so it isn't all that surprising that the modernist-in-chief would say something similar. And this brings me to some of my favorite words of our Lord in sacred scripture, a command he gave to the apostles, those first bishops of the church, in the Great Commission, quote, And Jesus coming spoke to them, said, All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Going therefore teach ye all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you all days, even to the consummation of the world, end quote. That's from the Gospel of St. Matthew, and tacitly, the Great Commission has been rejected by Francis as well. How do we know this? His numerous statements over the years, where he says we should not evangelize or proselytize in his demand that religious go do physical works instead of being contemplatives and the rest. He has inspired others to follow his errors, to which brings me to a story that no one outside of Europe is reporting. Headline from cath.ch. We must get rid of the idea that we must evangelize. February 12, 2022, Bishop Jean-Paul Vesco became the new Archbishop of Algiers. A few days before this event, he spoke to us of the situation of Catholics in Algeria, who are more called to upon to make a sign than to make a number, and develops his vision of fraternity. Now, for, if you're not aware, fraternity has replaced the spirit of evangelization at our time. Fraternity is its own gospel. It's not in the gospel. And it's a gospel that tells us that Christ didn't suffer, die, and rose again so that we have life everlasting as long as we repent and listen to his church. But instead, fraternity as a gospel tells us that we all are okay where we are, and that instead we should go do some material works to save others in a material sense. It's pernicious, and it's an overt denial of the actual gospel. The bishop here is the living embodiment of the consequence of Francis's errors. Bishop Vesco is the Bishop of Iran in Algeria, a country that isn't Catholic at all and has a large population of those historically extremely hostile to the faith. This bishop is in a diocese with a heavy population of those who Francis really focused on in his human fraternity declaration because Catholics are the minority in that country. The majority population are not Catholic, but instead adhere to that more passionate faith from the Holy Land, shall we say, one that is mired in the sword and the flesh. The bishop cites Francis's rejection of Catholic doctrine about evangelization as a great inspiration for his own work as the bishop of this diocese. Quote, very often you have to take risks to take the step of brotherhood. There are critics that have said that the Pope is unconscious, that he's taking steps away from Catholic doctrine. 
these words of Pope Francis express very exactly what I live and feel. We are the first of all human brothers. He dared to take the risk of affirming a human brotherhood beyond religious affiliations. He thus shows that evangelization is done in fraternity and not in conversion. It's revolutionary. He affirms in a way that baptism is not the condition of salvation. End quote. No conversion or baptism needed to be saved. I mean, that's heresy. That's a literal denial of the Great Commission. But it gets even better from this bishop, who goes on to tell us that the church should focus on being a confessing church by its mere presence, and not focus on numbers of souls saved. And he's saying this about the church in its entirety, not just in, his, in Algeria. Quote, We are there, following Christ. We are confessors because we do not hide who we are. We confess the existence of our presence, dedicated in large part to the service of others. But I want to emphasize this difference. We are not an NGO, and we do not have any militant political action. Our service to others is done in the name of God. Fraternity is a human visceral value. In their lands, the word brother has a precise meaning. It designates belonging to the same cultural and religious community. It is a term that has a very community dimension. Those of us who have chosen Algeria for decades know well that the strength and difficulty of their testimony in this country resides in the fact that at the same time of being part of it and not of being part of it. Similarly to the native Christians of Algeria, if they do not experience the same cultural gap, also experience the painful experience of distance, sometimes including those closest to them. In discretion, humility, and understanding, they must redouble their fraternity and resist the temptation to set themselves apart. If human fraternity needs limits, a we to exist, it seems to me that it must also aim to go beyond it, unless it condemns itself to confinement. The challenge for us is to be both brother to his brother and brother to all men. The whole stake of fraternity seems to me to be to go beyond the limits which fraternity needs at the same time. It is the necessary passage from a received fraternity to a chosen fraternity. This is also true for the Christian. A good Christian who has never left his community is not fully Christian. End quote. Wow. He even goes on to praise the growth of the evangelical churches in that country, which is made up of converts to evangelicalism. Now, what he's not telling you when he praises their efforts is that many of their converts are former Catholics like everywhere else, especially since it's illegal in that country to proselytize, to evangelize the majority population. But he praises them because they are focused on conversions and baptisms. They are doing the work he should be doing in that country, and instead he praises a schismatic and heretical sect for doing his job for him. It's breathtaking. It really is. But what he's really doing is submitting to the law of Algeria, which bans Christians from spreading the gospel. That same gospel that countless of our forebears were martyred for in Rome and other places, which had similar edicts. And he submits to this one. It's a bizarre situation, but he's also applying his logic for adhering to Caesar's law there to the entire church is something we should all be doing. And in so, he's justifying the course he takes by invoking Francis's false gospel of human fraternity. In the name of human fraternity, we should stop evangelizing. That is the consequence of modernism. The central message of the gospel that Christ offers is salvation to everyone and that there is no way to the Father except through Christ and it is openly rejected by anyone who takes this stance, and Francis made it possible. I could go on and on, but I won't. These stories provide good motivation for your fasting, abstinence, and penitential prayers in this Lenten season, which I hope is going well for you. So pray for everyone involved, please. Let me know what you thought of this story in the comments, please. And if you like this video, subscribe and hit that bell so you don't miss a video. It really does help. And again, thanks to the patrons for their support of the work I do here. It is appreciated. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.